Welcome to the Model Behavior Podcast, where we focus on the business of creating. I'm your host, Miranda Gadbury of The Gadbury Company. I'm a photographer, model advisor, and creative mentor. And on this podcast, I'll be sharing my personal experience around building a creative business, as well as featuring interviews from other creatives and artists such as models, creative directors, and other photographers. So stay tuned. I have a fantastic episode planned just for you. I cannot even believe that this is the third episode of the Model Behavior Podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here and that you are sticking with me. Today's episode is about rejection and fear. How do we use it? How do we overcome with it? And how really, how do we create with it? But before we jump into that, it has come to my attention that the Model Behavior Podcast is actually already being used on someone else's platform, so we do need to change the name. I have no idea what to change it to quite yet, so if you have suggestions, please hop over to the Gadberry Co. or the Model Behavior Pod Instagram to drop your ideas in a comment or in a message And I will be considering all options because it does need to change. And I wanted to give you guys a heads up. And just in case you're looking for us, maybe just type in Miranda Gadbury in your search bar. Whatever name we change it to, it should pop up. But without further ado, let's get right into it. So I do want to let you guys know I am not a psychologist. I'm not a medical doctor. I am not licensed to give you a diagnosis or anything of the sort. However, I am speaking from my personal experience and from my perspective. I have done a lot of research about mindset training. I have taken tons of mindset courses and hired mindset coaches. And this was a biggie for me, getting past rejection and fear And then all of the little things that we do to reinforce the rejection and fear, it's astounding. So it did take me a lot of work to have the mindset that I have today, but it is worth doing. I promise you, I promise you that. It's still something that I definitely struggle with, but it's easier to make a conscious and educated effort to better myself and my mindset every single day. And if you have a journal or you have a piece of paper and a pen next to you, I would encourage you to just write this stuff down because this is this is the work. So have you ever had a time where you let fear of rejection or failure stop you? And what was it? So what I discovered was When people struggle with this or when I struggled with this, it goes all the way back to when I was very young, at a very young age, there was something that happened that made me feel like I would never be good enough and that I was unlovable. So that story started from a very young age and I'm not going to go into details on exactly what these things were. And it doesn't have to be like horrific or anything like that. It could literally be you showing your mom a picture that you drew of a stick man and being like, do you like it? And she just kind of goes off and, 
you know, starts cooking the dinner that she needs to make for everybody and just kind of pushes it to the side. I mean, it doesn't have to be horrific or traumatic, but sometimes this does stem from trauma and this is a defense mechanism. And in this case, that's what it was for me. It took me a lot of work to figure out what that moment was. I looked back, I went really deep And if you can pinpoint that experience, it will definitely help you move past it. Now, I worked out even more instances after I figured out and pinpointed what that moment in time was for me that reinforced the belief that I was never going to be good enough and that I was unlovable. So after you get that story in your head, you're constantly looking for things to prove that. Like, oh, see, it's not good enough. I tried my hardest on this and -and so-and-so didn't like it. And so that just must mean that I suck or I'm not good enough. And it was just crazy to me how many things I could actually pinpoint that reinforced that belief for me. I, I believe I was like 16 years old and I went to American Idol. My dream was to sing. I loved to sing. I practice. I literally sing until I made everybody in the house just completely nuts because I was practicing my songs. And I went to American Idol and I made it through round one, okay, which is insane. You're in a giant building and there's like four people at a time singing and it's really nerve wracking. And I made it through that first round. And then you go into it even you go into a smaller room with less people And then you have to do it all over again. And if they request you to sing something else, like you have to come up on the spot and do that. And I didn't make it past that second round. And so I made that mean that I just wasn't good enough. And so I gave up and I stopped, which is so sad because I love to sing. You know, this love of mine has started to come back, but it's just heartbreaking to me that I let it stop me so long ago and that I didn't do it for so long because where could I be now if I didn't listen to that negativity? So the second instance, I was about 15 years old, and I wanted to be a photographer at 15 years old. I've always loved it. I toted around a camera. It was a crappy camera from Walmart, but I cherished it like it was made of pure gold, and I would see trash literally on a curb and just be like, wow, that's art. It's incredible. I just have to document this with my Walmart camera. And I would show my friends and all those those things and they'd be like, why are you taking pictures of trash? But anyways, I started working um, for someone who I thought had made it in life, I guess. And that person also had a love of photography and was a hobbyist, but had all the equipment and all the cool stuff and worked with some models and all of these things. And then he started feeding it to me and giving me this knowledge and stuff. And then I started getting really weird um, shoulder massages while I'm trying to input receipts into the computer. And I started getting really unwelcomed like touches and compliments and all of those things. And then I stopped myself in the realm of photography because I was like, I can't handle that. Like this is, it makes me feel really weird. I'm 15 years old. This person's like 30 or in their forties. And is if this is what I'm going to have to deal with to learn how to do photography, I just don't want it. And so 
those were some of the experiences that really just completely stopped me and proved to me that people only wanted me for what I could do, what I looked like, or things that I could do for them. And gosh, if I could go back, man, it things would have been so different. And with all of with those beliefs, I really attracted the wrong people into my life to go ahead and further reinforce those things that were just not healthy, that would ultimately stop me in creating something for myself. And it's it's just so sad. So if you have gone through these experiences or something like it, please know that I feel for you. And I do believe that a lot of creatives go through this. So what I did whenever I was conscious of these beliefs and all of the reinforcements is I acknowledged This was living out of my human animal. I believe that we have a part of us that's more like the human animal, which means there's not a lot of passion. There's not like feeling. There's not creation happening there. It's strictly about surviving. And I was living from the human animal, the survival mechanisms. However, I acknowledged that acting out of survival instincts left me unfulfilled and I was just no longer interested in that. It was no longer serving me. I then also considered, and when I when I say this is what I did, I sat down with a spiral notebook and I wrote all of this out because that's how I can really go deep and very much process my my way of thinking and then read it back to myself and digest it in a completely different way. So then I considered... How would I react if these things would have happened to a friend or my child? If they had been in a similar circumstance, what would the advice be that I would give them? How would I feel about that? And I found that these circumstances were not my fault. One, that was a huge that was a huge realization for me because I had also been feeling like these things were my fault and No, they were not my fault. And it's likely that if you went through a similar experience, these things were not your fault either. But I imagined my family or my friends telling me of circumstances like this and how I would react. I just found that next I addressed my confidence issues that were really stemmed by that belief of being unlovable or not being good enough or only being valued for what I could do for people. And I asked, what if I couldn't fail? What would be possible then? I began to really let myself dream big without borders. And what I mean by this is if fear of rejection didn't stand in my way, what would be possible for me? What would I be doing with my life? What kind of a car would I drive? What kind of a house would I have? What kind of a job would I have? Would I like what I'm doing? Would I be working with the people that I want to be working with? All of those things started to come up. And I just frantically remember like just writing things down like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I got very specific. And the goal of that was for me just to tap out of the old mindset that I was in and really just let myself free let myself go wild, let myself want what I wanted instead of 
thinking, oh, well, you could never actually do that unless like you won the lottery, you know, (laughs) because you can craft your life. But my confidence issues and my beliefs were what were holding me back. So when I allowed myself this freedom, there was nothing after that that could stop me from going where I wanted to go and doing what I wanted to do. Because I realized I was living my whole life in a tiny little bubble. Circumstances that happen to me control my future. And that's not, that wasn't for me. That wasn't serving me. And it doesn't serve me now. Even though I'm still going to say I still struggle with this every day. I know I've been saying that a lot, but I mean the work is never done. So when I freed myself of all of those old beliefs, the new beliefs that I decided to download and to be very intentional about were what allowed me to create the Gadberry Company, which is what allowed me to leave my full-time job and really put everything into my art and what I wanted to build. Now, that wasn't easy, especially because my husband, my partner, was not on board If you listen to the last podcast, he kind of touched on it, but this is also not his thing. So it was very hard for him to get deeper in that podcast episode, but he was not supportive. He was not on board. It created a huge strain in our relationship, in our friendship, and in our marriage because I had the vision. I knew where I was going and I knew I was not going to fail because even if I failed, it was going to teach me something that I could use to move forward with my dream. If you're going through that, I really do feel for you because it is, it's not easy. It's very stressful and it's very hard. The new mindset that I decided to adopt allowed me to push through that and maybe have more conversation about why I wanted to do what I wanted to do. And it then helped reinforce that I was on the right path for myself. I don't know why, but the first thing people do when you tell them your dream is tell you not to do it. They get scared for you. Your mom is like, no, you had such a good job. Like, you finally made it. We were so proud of you. Your friends are like, okay, like, where did this come from? I've never heard you talk about this a day in your life and you think you can just go be a photographer? Like, what are you doing? Like, stop being stupid. And then all of their points of view start to trump your vision and what you wanted to accomplish. And so honestly, guys, I always tell people, like, if you have a dream, go to people who are the dreamers. Go to people who are already doing it. Go to the other creatives because we get it. We understand that. That's where you want to make, you know, likeness friends, like friends that are in the same industry that you want to be in or friends that are creatives like you are. That's where you need that support because everybody else in your life is probably going to be fearful for you to make such a huge change. Change can happen overnight. People say, oh, well, I can't change overnight. Yes, you can. If you put your mind to it, you can. And I feel like every creative I've met, that's how they've done it. They were like, you know what? This just, it wasn't for me anymore. And I just decided I wasn't doing this anymore. And I was going to go do what I wanted to do. And then they've made a business or they've created art or 
just something spectacular. And now everybody who was so worried and scared is like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. That's what happens. It's, it's hard to go through it. But even my mom, when I said I was going to be a photographer, was like, uh, why don't you build it slowly while you still have the security of your full-time job? I'm not telling everybody to quit their jobs, but this was my path. And even my mom was freaking out, okay? She was like, no, 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 don't do it. And now today she's like, I'm so glad you did not listen to me and that you kept pushing. So even if things are hard right now, Just go ahead and say thank you to your future self, you know, for pushing through it and getting through it because it's still possible, even if you have everyone doubting you. And now with my art, with my photography, I love to use those feelings of doubt or rejection or or fear to really invoke my models or to really get a point across of triumph or fear and rejection, it's on the brink of everything that you want. So if you let it stop you, you're, you're screwed. Thank you so much for toughing it out with me for this episode. Please let me know if you did the exercise and if you found it helpful or even if you need more support um, or a hype girl because, you know, I do that because I get excited for people who go after what they want. That's who I want my community to be. That's the people I strive to surround myself with. So I just want to say I'm so proud of you and even more proud of you if you are actually considering doing this kind of work for your mindset and yourself. And anyways, guys, I'll see you next Monday on the Model Behavior Podcast. Hopefully we have a new name by then. But I'm still brainstorming. So if you also want to help out with that, don't forget to drop me a comment on one of the Instagram accounts. And I will talk to you guys later.